Welcome to the Lion's Den University Report. This program brings you a behind-the-scenes look at the spiritual life on today's university and college campuses. Now here's your host, Glenn Bailey. The following program was previously broadcast. On some campuses, uh, you get a, a welcome greeting if you're a Christian, uh, but not many these days. Uh, some places, uh, it's apathy towards spiritual things or Christianity, but uh, there's also the places like Daniel in the Lion's Den. Uh, where you uh, face uh, hostility and uh, maybe even some persecution at times uh, for living for Jesus Christ. And uh, that's why we call our program the Lion's Den University Report. And uh, we're here in Tampa, Florida today at the University of South Florida. We've been to a couple of other uh, Florida universities, but this is our first visit here. And we're with uh, my guest, uh, Dr. Jim Stock, who's a professor in the marketing uh, business department here. And and, uh, Jim, welcome to our program today. Thank you, Glenn. Appreciate it. And uh, you are a veteran here at the campus, although you've been at several campuses. How long have you been here at uh, USF? Well, I've been at uh, University of South Florida, USF, since 1989, and, and that was my fourth university, uh, having been uh, early in my career at University of Notre Dame, followed by University of Oklahoma. Then I went with the Air Force Institute of Technology at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, and then Michigan State University, and then finally here. All right. So do you like the climate best here? or <laughs> As I got older, I, I recognized that it's better to go cold climates um, for short periods of time and to live where it's nice than vice versa. Right, okay. So Michigan State, I'm sure that was a, a, a colder area. But uh, we're here in uh, beautiful Tampa, Florida, and on this uh, campus, how many students here at the uh, University of South Florida, would you say? Uh, with our two branch campuses that we have, there's probably 45,000 students in total. Okay. And, and in the business school, we have 6,000 students. Right. And uh, uh, you've been a faculty member here, and uh, we, the campus is kind of uh, isolated, or at least the, uh, it's not right in the middle of downtown Tampa or in the, uh, a city area, uh, that it has a, kind of its own unique setting, doesn't it? Well, it was established in a cow pasture. Um, <laughs> the land was given for the university, obviously uh, not downtown where land would be very expensive, but uh, uh, out in the hinterland or boonies, so to speak, where land was cheap. Uh, but it's grown significantly, and, and there's uh, lots of uh, um, businesses and uh, neighborhoods that have sprung up around it. Right. Okay. And we've been talking uh, before turning on the mics about your faith in Jesus Christ, and as a professor, uh, you don't find a conflict in uh, being a person of academics as well as a person of uh, faith in, in Jesus and the Bible. Is that correct? No, I think uh, we're all called to, uh, to, uh, to be uh, ambassadors for Christ uh, somewhere. And uh, it's been interesting in my career, uh, people at my church and others know I'm a Christian. And they said, why don't you teach at a Christian university? Oh. <laughs> and I would tell them, I said, there's not as many lost people there. Right. Um, there's probably some, but uh, certainly being at a secular state university with so many students, faculty, and staff that are not Christian, although we do have a, a good group of Christians on campus, um, but uh, I come in contact with lots more people that uh, need some kind of uh, ministry from someone who's a Christian who can share the gospel with them if that's necessary. Right. And we certainly need uh, Christian 
examples of professors that are Christian colleges, but uh, there is a, an important place for uh, Christian faculty to be a light for Christ, and it's uh, not uh, just isolating ourselves, or as Jesus said, we're the light, not hiding the light under a bushel, uh, but letting it shine uh, into the darkness where others can see what uh, the good news of the gospel. And you in particularly have been uh, working with other faculty uh, here as well to encourage them to share their faith. What are some of the ways that uh, you encourage fellow faculty to talk about their faith in Christ? Well, through my affiliation with Campus Crusade over the years and what was initially called the uh, Christian Leadership Ministries, which was the faculty ministries portion of uh, Campus Crusade, um, they were headquartered in Dallas, Texas, which is very close to where I was in uh, Norman, Oklahoma, at the University of Oklahoma. And so they visited the campus one time and, and said, here's how you as a Christian can be more visible. And so I've, I've taken some of those and, and adapted and increased uh, those things over the years in terms of very simple things like office decorations, um, where I'll have tracks in different languages on my desk. Mm-hmm. I'll have... Uh, and I'll Which vary. I can see right there. Yes. I've got some of them. Okay. Uh, I'll have uh, uh, different things on the wall. Periodically, I'll change those out uh, uh, so people can see that uh, it's not it's very subtle but people will you know particularly when I have a, uh, we have a large number of Chinese students they'll while you're waiting here maybe you're on the phone or something they'll look at almost anything mm-hmm. and certainly if there's a track in Mandarin right that usually attracts their attention <laughs> sure or if it's Afrikaans if they're South African uh, and so forth well that's certainly one way but also uh, in in classes uh, that you teach, students are always asking, if not uh, verbally in their minds, well, who is this person? What are they like? Who is this Jim Stock person that's going to teach me this semester? And uh, you can tell them or they can try to infer mm-hmm. uh, who you are. And so I tell them. And they can accept or reject my positions on, on issues. That's fine. But they at least know what they are. Right. They won't have to guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, I also encourage faculty, who I do a lot of work with Christian faculty, to be more visible and to be more, if you will, outstanding on campus. When you think of Joseph in the Old Testament, you know, when he became second to Pharaoh, uh, well, why did he get picked for that? Was it because he was uh, an Israelite? No, it was because he was a good administrator. Mm-hmm. And he just happened to be an Israelite. Right. And who followed God. And so um, one of the things uh, that God has blessed me with since I've been a faculty member is uh, my calling is to be at a secular university, to be visible. And to do that, I have to have a record in my – have to be an excellent teacher. I have to have the publications, all of those things that mm-hmm. – uh, normal faculty members are supposed to do to get promoted and right and i, and I looked things. i looked at your uh, biography and it was uh, uh, filled with the things that you've been doing well, over the years and so uh, i i often say if you if you're a plotter and you work hard enough long enough you get lots done but uh, <laughs> in any event one of the things that that does for you is when you develop the professional reputation people are more willing to listen to your personal issues right. And so that's very true when I go overseas or to other campuses. Uh, faculty and staff will accept me because of my resume, and they'll listen to me in terms of my personal views, right. in terms of spiritual matters, 
because they have accepted my position. You know, I'm not, uh, uh, and this is what I try to get faculty to do as well, to be as good as they possibly can be. Right. So that uh, they've got a platform upon mm -hmm. which to, uh, you know, counsel people, present the gospel, whatever it is that uh, they do in their ministry. Sure. Okay. And uh, I understand, too, um, that uh, you have the title of distinguished professor, which uh, I used to think that just meant uh, was somebody with gray hair, but uh, that actually uh, is a uh, official title that you're given at a certain point in, in your uh, career. And how is that selected? Well, it, uh, the Distinguished University Professor title is uh, a university award that is given to uh, no more than three faculty across the entire university campus each year. Typically, there's one or two people each year that uh, get that award. So of the, the uh, few thousand faculty that are on campus, one or two typically would get that. Uh, it's uh, an award that goes through a variety of processes, but ultimately it's do you have an international reputation? Have you distinguished yourself? Have you made a significant difference in whatever area of, of uh, endeavor that you're in, whether that's business, which I'm in, medicine, biology, right. education, makes no difference. Um, and so uh, that was quite uh, an honor. Uh, also gives a financial stipend with it, which is also <laughs> very nice. Okay. Uh, but uh, you know, it's been interesting, as I've told my wife over the years and others, I said, I don't do all of these things for the recognitions and awards, uh, and I've gotten a number of them, but I use them uh, as the platform that I mentioned. When I'm introduced on a campus somewhere and they say, you know, here's Professor Stock who's published such and such in books, and here's the awards he's gotten, then people listen. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they're, as I said, more willing to listen to your personal views, particularly uh, uh, Christian biblical views, worldviews, than if you were someone who wasn't right. as recognized and so on. Sure, sure. And uh, it's like that in a lot of areas of life. But you, uh, here at the university, uh, not only as if the students, when they hear of a Christian uh, faculty member, they're impressed that, you know, there's someone who's attempting to live the Christian life in this setting and, and uh, is able to, uh, you know, take the, the intellectual position of, of uh, understanding uh, the, what the university offers and still sees Jesus Christ as a central and, and the answer to the, the most important questions of life. And then to be a distinguished professor, you know, you might have colleagues or students who say, well, you know, that guy's a Christian, but he's a pretty crummy professor. <laughs> and uh, it doesn't back up uh, your, your message as well as if you're, you're at least achieving your, your uh, best. Yeah, and there's stereotypes of, of faculty who are Christians. They believe, you know, some students, not all, but some, look at uh, Christians as being not as good. You know, they spend their time in church and, you know, on the different services and all the things related to church, uh, however they define that. And uh, you just do an adequate job in your profession. But I think, you know, the Old Testament uh, scripture says work hardly as unto the Lord relates to being the best you can be in your profession. And by doing that, you are able to be the, as you know, potentially the best you can be in your ministry at the same time. They're not uh, mutually exclusive. Right. Uh, 
you know, I became saved after I had my PhD, and the number of people saved with PhDs is less than one half of one percent. Sure. Uh, because you're relying on yourself, your intellect, and your mm -hmm. degrees and skills, not on Jesus Christ. And uh, I think uh, having accepted Christ at that point uh, as a as a PhD as a faculty member uh, after having uh, been involved in church for years there was a significant difference when uh, you put your trust and faith in Christ alone for your salvation as opposed to your PhD and your articles and your books and right. all the other things you do. Right, because that's essential to becoming a Christian is uh, realizing that we're the creation and he's the creator and, and when we come to the cross we humble ourselves and say uh, you know, I need Jesus Christ uh, to forgive me and give me a place in heaven. I can't do that on my own. Yeah. And you look at somebody like Paul, who uh, very interestingly uh, probably was in the line of succession to be the, the head Pharisee at some point with all his education and skills and, and so forth. And he gave all that up um, and became the itinerant pastor, so to speak. Now, God hasn't called me to be an itinerant pastor. He just said, you know, you're here on a campus, and, you know, my spiritual gift is teaching uh, and administration, and so fits very well in what I do here. My gift is uh, my profession. And so uh, God says, here's where you are. And so I look at this as my mission field. And while I go to church and the services and all of those things, I'm there much less time than I'm here. Right. Right. So this is where I can have most impact. Great. Well, we're going to continue our interview on our next broadcast. My guest uh, for this broadcast at the University of South Florida, Dr. Jim Stock in the uh, business department and marketing. And uh, thank you for joining us, Jim. All right. Thank you. You have been listening to the Lion's Den University Report. If you would like more information about the Christian life or would like to contact the Lion's Den or one of the guests, please write us at the Lion's Den, Post Office Box 226, Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania, 17844, or email ltcldur at yahoo.com.